It was as if he kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. a sign that's a sign that's a sign i am sorry some of you have tuned out we had the auto button on on uh, by accident there i actually switched on i'm gonna have to do another little quick a quick presentation again welcome to the 93rd let's talk sport show on today radio the weather is beautiful that's thanks to our guest david uh Steffes, who's across to my to my left daniel who joins me in scott's absence it is the 93rd show and i am thrilled to have you all tuned in for 
another uh, cracking update on sport. So I apologise for that little delay there with the uh, with, with with the intro. Um, we got uh, Anthony Perez who's coming in at uh, 9.40 uh, at a local uh, footy 7.45 rather to give us the local footy update David I know you've just uh, you've just told Daniel and I but our audience didn't hear about it David Staffers please give me a short introduction or even 60 seconds about yourself of course, yeah. Th- well, thank you, uh, first of all, for having me here. Uh, it's a big honor. Uh, thank you so much. I'm a big fan of your show. Uh, I really like what you guys are doing. Uh, yeah, for myself, I'm David Steffes, born in Trier. Um, I've been living... Almost here. local. Yeah. Almost yeah. local, yeah. 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 From the Grand Region, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely from here. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I've moved to Luxembourg a couple of years ago, um, married to a Luxembourgish uh, woman, and uh, I got a... Uh, a, a, a little kid a couple of weeks ago. Boy, so, always a winner. Congratulations. <laughs> a, a, a baby boy or a baby girl? Baby girl. Baby, baby girl. girl. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. And Future world champion of something, what? surely. <laughs> <laughs> what, you were, you were you're yeah. about to ask what, what's her name, right? Yeah, what's her name? The, her name the, is Abiba. Abiba. Yeah. Okay, yeah. super. You guys super, know where super. it comes from? No, go on. No? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any clue? Abiba? No, I wouldn't. No. Abiba? Yeah. Oh, is it? would a bit like more... But, African or, or Arabic I mean, I, I, or I would have thought. Yeah, African is, is right. The, it, uh, the, the, there is one capital in, in Africa which includes Abeba. Addis Ababa, right? Addis Ababa. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's ah, it. yeah okay, yeah. okay. So it's, Ethiopia, it's an Ethiopian right? name. Yeah. yeah, it's an Ethiopian name. So would that relate to um, running? Because um, there's no doubt about also, it, David. Also, you're also, you're also, a runner. Uh, yeah, also also relates to running. Uh, it relates, uh, yeah, mostly to a project that my father has been doing since 15 years in Africa and Ethiopia, especially. Uh, and uh, yeah, so, so it becomes it, a, it was a bit dedicated to his work. Yeah. His did, did, work. did your uh, did, did your wife had a say in, in in the name or was it all just uh, your? No, influence? no, she was in. She was, she was, she was, she was, she was in, and she had to be. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because it's quite interesting in, in Luxembourg. <laughs> because normally, it's normally a two-way street, Nathan. <laughs> well, no, it is normally a two-way street, but there's a big but to all those fellas listening out there. When you, you normally your wife is in, in, in hospital when she well, she is in hospital when she gives birth, but it's the it's the, the her, her partner that can go down to the to the gemantum, yeah. and yeah. can actually write yeah. her right in this case write yeah. her name. So yeah, yeah. I tell you what, if there's a little bit, it can all work. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't want it to uh, you know uh, over. It's a, dang- it's a dangerous game, that, exactly. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good, very good. Well, David, it's going to be a pleasure to have you on the show. I know we've got lots to talk about, um, so lots to talk about. Obviously, there's the there's the personal training that you're doing, the one on the one on one stuff. Um, there's obviously there's, there's swimming, there's running. I mean, the look, uh, no doubt by the look of him, he's obviously gone for a run today, uh, Daniel. I mean, he's a funnily he's one, enough. One. Thanks for asking, Nathan. I've just had a workout. You've had a workout too. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we're going to t- see how see how else. maybe if he's uh, might be a bit tired. We could even have a push up uh, challenge at the <laughs> a, a, at the end of it. But uh, we were going to come out onto that a little bit. Uh, a little bit later, but Daniel, do you want to lead us into um, some sport and its history in the world today? I love these little facts. You love them, me too. These, I... these are brilliant, right? So on on this day, right on this day, nineteen oh five, the first official soccer game between neighbouring countries, Belgium and Netherlands, Dutch won four win four one rather, not win. Ex- expected, do you think? Well, I would have thought so, but you know. Belgium back in the day were big boys, you know. They were they didn't they didn't kind of knock they didn't knock down, and then in what was it in the forties, fifties, sixties? They were they were quite big in actual world football. So I don't know. Expected result. Yeah, I guess so. Would it be like they probably wouldn't be like that? Oh no. Well, yeah. you, you ne- <laughs> who knows? You never know with Belgium these days. <laughs> Either they're all mates or they're all enemies. Yeah. What was the game that we watched together um, recently? And it was almost like they all had an edit, like like this attitude. Oh, that's problem, right. Um, what was it? 
I can't remember now, but it was they, they just. I mean, you could tell that there was just no. No cohesion. Certainly no. There was, there was no just team. no team. They, they were all um, annoyed if they if one didn't pass <clears> it to the to the other, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And individually, they're all big players, and they're all in their own respective clubs. So they don't like coming international and then not not being the biggest. Who's the who's the yeah, yeah who's the biggest of them all? Um, 19, that was in nineteen oh five. Nineteen thirty eight was the first televised FA Cup final, which took place between Huddersfield Town and Preston North End. Now, Daniel, that's up your neck of the woods, isn't it? Yeah, pre- yeah. Huddersfield's very north, but uh, Preston's not too far around. But I'm glad you mentioned FA Cup finals there, Nathan, because funnily enough, United qualified for the FA Cup final as well recently. Oh, did so, they? Yeah. So who, who have they got? They will have... City. Uh, they will have Manchester City. Dar- Manchester oh, so that's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah. Okay, who's going to have the more fans travelling down? Is it going to be United? Because they've got to come down to Wembley is where the yeah. FA Cup final they're going well, to Well, same thing from City. Same distance, but who's yeah. going to have more? Well, who's going to have more fans? Apparently there was a thing the other day that there might be train strikes that weekend. So I, 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 how, how are they going to get there? I have no idea. I mean, they'll go on a horse and carriage if they have to. What is it? What's the, is it the M5, the big, the main one that goes down the M, M6, M6, rather? M6, yeah. Uh, I mean, imagine the jostling and the elbows it's out coming, coming down with the flags going down. You and I recently had an interesting trip with a taxi man uh, down a motorway, and, and I think there's going to be some, some hard shoulder action going yeah, down there. <laughs> we did too. The funny, I remember, I was actually thinking, when was that? But it was only last weekend in last Berlin. Last weekend, yeah. Oh, that um, yeah, that was a that was a hairy one indeed. Uh, 1986, Bill Elliott he set an all-time NASCAR qualifying record, winning pole for the Winston 500 at Talladega Speedway. Um, he set a speed. He did it in 44.98 seconds, which probably didn't well, doesn't mean much to me, but it means probably a lot to those Speedway fans. Mate, 1980, uh, 1986. How fast do you think that he yeah. was he was going? Am I reading that right? Yeah, just wow. uh, just wait. Ask. David, the question: What he, what speed do you think that they're, a NASCAR, not a Formula One, a NASCAR? So NASCAR, are we talking miles per hour? Right? You, well, they do, uh, uh, yeah, you can do whatever. I've got it. I've got it both in miles or. What, what was that? Nineteen. Nineteen eighty six. Nineteen eighty six. Wow, they were already going two hundred and sixty. Yep. Seventy uh, kilometers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kilometers. Go up, my friend. Go up. 342. Wow. Well, I mean, that's that's what... Yep. The F1 cars are almost right. hitting that now. But would that, do you reckon that would be because they have the... Oh, the bank. The, the, they the curve, they can come down. I did, I did hear that they were the, the G-force coming down on those, um, down, down, down the bank on the, those speedways. And there's a lot of stuff there with like slipstream and uh, slingshotting and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> slingshotting, yeah. yeah. Slingshot, I think, of being a being a being a kitty and you know slingshotting. Well, it's the, my, my it's the equivalent. The backside, it's, you know, it's the equivalent of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, here we go. You're not going to like this one. I put this one. We in can for skip you. over this I, one. I, I put mean, this one for you, Mr. Daniel. 2012 Manchester City. They'd um, they'd beat Manchester United one 0 It was what is claimed to be the biggest match in the English Premier League history. Now I'm leaving this to you. Why that game? 2012. 2012. They say that the, the, the call on sport and the history of the world today was at 2012. City beat United 1 0 on what's claimed to be the it biggest. It must have been to. Was that an Aguero era? Yeah, it would have been. 11 years ago. Yeah. And I reckon it was. It must have been that City then went on to win the title or. When did uh, United win the title for the last time? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, oh, I, I, 
know, we I, love that I, one. I, I'm what? sorry to ask the question, but I know it's David, a long, they don't, it's a long don't time. Don't be ago. sorry. That is an absolute class <laughs> question, my friend. <laughs> it is a good question, and in all fairness, it's, it's been that long ago. And I, I think it was maybe it must have been 2010. It, I think uh, it was could have been. And we then, crept into just in the tens. I think it was 10 or yeah. 11. Because Ferguson retired uh, that year. That year, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've got. Um, You've got the computer next to you. I don't mind if you have a wee tap a mate, and yeah. go and get that. David Steffs, mate, you have just launched one of the best uppercuts under the table. <laughs> <laughs> you got him a beauty. Well done. And I believe you went to the same school, is that right? Yeah. Both yeah, went yeah, to Europe, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, European school here right. in Luxembourg. Who's the older brother out of the two of you? Two good-looking fellas, I might say. If you're not listening live, you I should think. be, because you're two good-looking. Good you both got. You both didn't shave today. Nope. No. I, nope. I got a, uh, <laughs> Dave's got a beautiful, almost like a little tash going bit of, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit yeah. of a Mexican handlebar, I think. Oh, Very good. Absolutely yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been growing that beautiful monster for? Actually, I had it more more proper for uh, several weeks now, but yep. now, now I, I let the rest uh, grow as well a bit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Would you be in favour <laughs> for the marathon? Because I know we're going to talk a little bit yep. about this coming, yep. coming yep. up, which is what? Well, no, it's, it's coming up very soon, so yeah. if you're only in merely in a few weeks. So yeah. Probably don't have a time, but what about a little bit to go with that tash there, a little bit of the back, a bit of the moulet? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, a bit short of time to let that grow. Yeah, sure, I don't think you have time, but I can tell you what, if we come meet in the next six months or 12 months, I hope yeah. we can get that going. Why not? On. Why not? I'm in. <laughs> Whilst I'm so on to sport, I'm get, get off off the moulets and the moustaches. I'll come back on to that later. Sport and the history in the world today. We've got some um, uh, happy birthdays. 1961, Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Thomas... Uh, the American NBA point guard who played for the Pistons in the 1990 NBA playoffs was born in Chicago, so happy birthday. John O'Shea. Oh, John O'Shea. Oh, there we go. You Manchester United man. He speaks up. Um, an Irish footballer. He was born in 1981. Uh, Jonathan Brownlee. This oh. might be a little bit more directed towards Dave Derrick. The British triathlete who got um, actually Olympic bronze in 2012. Uh, Silver in 2016 was born in the UK. He actually won the ITU World Triathlon in Beijing in 2011, and that put him on the map. Um, he got silver in 2016 in Rio, as I said, and it was his brother Alistair yeah, who won. Alistair, yeah. The, remember the two of them? I thought I actually thought they were twins. No, the older and younger brother. Older and younger, clearly, because otherwise it would be um, obviously Alistair's birthday today as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's from also Sheffield there. From Sheffield, uh, we won the 2012 championships at the uh, at the age of 22, become the um, youngest British athlete ever to do so, um, and he won the ITU World Triathlon Series event in London, both 2012 and 2013. 2012, obviously a good year for the um, for the Brownlee brothers, and obviously a good year for City to beat uh, Manchester United there as well. What else? We happened? didn't we didn't win the league that year. No. The last year we won the league was 2013. So the oh, year wow. after. But still, so it was, 10 it was years 2012, ago. 2013, yeah. 10, 10 years ago, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, 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 wow. I've got a little beauty because um, unfortunately uh, today we had, or this this week we had a, a, a sad musician that passed away. So I've got a little bit of a little bit of an intro for a track here to get it on. What do you think about this one, boys? What, one, of your, one of your better ones? Everyone knows this one, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's hard not to sing along, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> It is, is uh, just one of the gets the back of you one. It, it, it is actually one of the one of the best. Wonderful. So I find I find I find good acoustics in the shower personally. <laughs> With this one, <laughs> it's one of the best. We're gonna let uh, let it go here. Harry Bolafonte, absolute classic. We'll be back with you in two minutes. Come.
banana. They like come and me want go home. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. They like come and me want go home. Live six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. They like come and me want go home. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. They like come and me want go home. They said they. beauty mr harry bolafonte we are going to continue to play that song for a long long time one of one of the one of the fav uh, one of my favorites that's for sure um we're going to go back on to david okay mr sunshine i've been calling him all week i've been looking forward to <laughs> looking forward to this one the man that can turn the clouds upside down um school European. Let's start at your, let's start at your at your, at your roots. We've just touched on your family there with the yep. German with the German background and uh, and German local with the Grand Region. Yeah, is what we like to say here in in Luxembourg. Uh, what tell us a little bit about the, the the school you went to, and not only that, why you uh, what sports you did in the school as well. Uh, actually, that's a good question. Well, I, I will start off the, the first ten years. Uh, I went to school in Germany. And then uh, after 10th grade in Germany, I went to be an exchange student in the States uh, for one year. And actually, oh, cool. uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, for me, uh, as a sportsman, this was uh, the best year of my life. I was, yeah, uh, I can imagine. Yeah, mate, I'm jealous. Because <laughs> they're like sport in, is just ridiculous, yeah. right? If you could ask every guest that has come into the 93 shows, yeah, what would, is your, your dream? It gets me every time, and it's always this yeah. doing sport in the US. Yeah, so I, I, I went to be a, a junior in high school, and um, well, I've been doing sports all my life. I've been growing up. My both of my parents were runners, uh, so but you know the, the the system in Germany, Germany, but also here in Luxembourg is so much different. Um, this this sports is not very integrated into uh, into the school system as it is in the states. So I really enjoyed it. Um, to do the sports I, I could do uh, back at the time. I just, I, well, I, I began playing football as a little boy and then I experienced that I also uh, had some um, some good quality in running. So I switched yeah, to running. Yeah. So when I was in the States, I was, uh, I was a runner. Uh, so I ran for the school and um, yeah, just how, how the events were organized, the meets, uh, I went to state championships and everything. So it was really, really nice. And even back at the time, I mean, that's more than 20 years ago, we're talking. Um, 
also for the runners, the training was set up with uh, um, strength training. Uh, that's also something which hasn't been implemented here or which is now starting Staffing here slowly too, and slowly. But uh, back in the States, this has been, um, uh, yeah, has been integrated in, the, uh, in running uh, for quite some time. So, yeah, with all the techniques and everything they, they, they taught was, uh, was just a, a great experience. Yeah. 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 What about um, in terms of when you came to well, when you when you came back to Luxembourg and you're doing the sport at the at the at the European school? Did you play any competitions? Did you manage to? Was there there wasn't like a European no. school in, in in Brussels, for example? You didn't. Uh, well, they, 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 yeah, they we, was, I mean, yeah. we did. A, I know that they did that in uh, in football. Yeah, there was a bit did of you, that. Yeah. What, did you, did you, Daniel? You had a go at something? You yeah, had, I mean, I was in the, I was in the 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 tryouts and the teams and stuff, but. I never got picked. So I was too small. Water boy, water boy. <laughs> not even. <laughs> but but still, I mean, uh, th- this is possible. But still, it's not the same as in the states. You know, in the states, uh, you're, uh, and that's something I really uh, appreciate um, that your teachers from the morning. Uh, some of them are your coaches in the afternoon, which yeah. also gives you a lot of motivation also to get your good marks uh, in school because you have to have sure. good marks in order to do, to do your sport. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and also, as I said, the, the relation to your teacher is so much different. If he's your coach in the afternoon, you know, he, he, has, a, he has so much different... Um, um, vibes. Vibe. You, mm, uh, you, you, you buy, you buy respect. Just yeah, I absolutely, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I see yeah. this with even, 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 yeah. even with my uh, my daughters. Yes, they take them for physical education. Although yeah. we know in Luxembourg, it's not the probably the greatest at, at, at primary school. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, absolutely. If some of the even if the teachers see see how how the, the the talent or the work ethic that these children have, yeah. there's a, a respect on both sides, isn't there? Well, yeah, it has to be. I think eh? absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Good. Um, and so, what about so when you were youngster? There was a ring. What was there any other sports that tickled your boots? Was there was it a footy or? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Football was all. I, I'm still a lot into football, but not as much as I as I used to be. Because I please tell me you're a City fan. I have to say that nowadays I'm a big fan of uh, Erling Holland. His, uh, yeah. I, okay. I think he's just uh, he, he's another level. Another like level. we've experienced Machine, uh, so he? many so many great football players: uh, Messi, Ronaldo. But he's uh, Ibrahimovic as well. He reminds me a bit of his body of Ibrahimovic. But he's next level. He's yeah. just, you know, um, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. But he he scored today. Uh, his, yeah, thirty yeah. fourth goal in the Premier League. It's uh, that's. Yeah, if we just stay on him for a second, I think. But he he's bigger than most humans, right? He looks like a monster. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's a big boy. I mean, but yeah, he's, he's a Viking. Think, and if you yeah. think of um, who United had all their big... Uh, Van Nistelrooy was a big boy. Yeah, um, yeah Eric, we, we, Eric, we, Eric yeah. was a big guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So he's... Is it, you know, maybe... Yeah, yeah. Got but he's, he's very athletic. He's, he's, he's uh, much different than... Um, than I saw a picture uh, of his quads yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the, the other yeah. day. I was like, whoa, they are massive. <laughs> Sorry, back on to 194. 194, yeah. 194. Yes. Yeah. And he's still so young, you know. He he gets still 15, 15 years of playing. It's, yeah, he's it's, it's uh, crazy. He's a kid. So yeah. back onto your yeah. yourself with footy. What were you? Were you a striker? Were you a defence? I was or a mid- striker. I was a striker all my life. Finnish uh, midfielder. Actually, is he? yeah. <laughs> actually, I played uh, still up until uh, three years ago. Okay. Uh, but yeah, due to what I'm doing today, I, I, I need my body needs to be in a good shape, uh, and I, I cannot, um, you know, cope with injuries and, and stuff yeah. like that. So. 
yeah. yeah. So I stopped playing, but it's still itching my foot from time to time. Yeah. It's hard not to, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And and you and so you played for a Luxembourg team or you're playing over in, Yeah, well I played uh, in Germany for um quite some time, but um yeah, for about three years I played in Luxembourg as well. Yeah. Which was very nice, I'd yep. say. Yeah. Yeah. And good you had a and so when you come back to we stay stay on this um sports theme with, with schools and things that who was your do you remember your first coach? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. 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 Yep. Because very often it's the first coach that has that, that big influence of, mm. of how you train. Would you say that's fair for you today? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> no, I remember them. Uh, I, well, as I said, I, I started playing football. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I remember the first coach, uh, but, um, I think, uh, it was more my parents who had the, the bigger impact, uh, okay. on, on, on my side, uh, talking about sports, yeah, yeah. Would that be what about for you, Daniel? First coach, yeah. In squash, I mean, you had Daniel. Um, Daniel, I had Ray Lindsay before that. Ray Lindsay, yeah. I mean, there's there's a few. Th- I from my side, I think there's always one coach in the things you do that will push you on. You know, you might have had two coaches before, and then your third coach will be the one that really. I mean, you might connect with him, or you might have reached a certain age that you can connect mentally with people as opposed to if you're six or seven or ten or something but yeah yeah sure what about for yourself david anyone and it was it's just mum and dad uh well i of course i had some some heroes that i was looking up to you know uh, as a little kid i wanted to be a professional football player yeah and uh, as i said I, I, football has been a big part uh, all of my life i'm still watching today but i'm not going into the stadium as much or, or actually i have i've stopped going to the stadium uh due to the var because I'm, I'm like a person. I'm uh, totally you're, against. You're it. against. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, I don't know. We're, we're more or less uh, the same age, uh, mm-hmm. you guys and me, and uh, we, we've been growing up with you know uh, all these emotions and all this stuff going on. And I think nowadays it's just ruining the the, the, the game. It, it takes I think, all. The, I think the the time when I particularly noticed it was in the Euros, where it was essentially all of the strikers, all of the players. They were just aiming to just dribble the ball in the box, uh-huh. so uh-huh. that they could get a knock, yeah. fall oh, down, yeah. Yeah. VAR penalty. Yeah. I can't remember how many penalties were given in that in that championships, but it was it was it was loads. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but that yeah. that that lost on the, on attraction to me. So, yeah, sure, personally, understandably. So, so yeah, yeah, I'm really, I'm really uh, sometimes yeah looking back at the at the old days uh, where uh, Van Nistelrooy and, and and these guys were playing where. Uh, uh, football was more pure. Yeah, I think it's just a little. We're, we're in the transition. I, f- for me personally, you go you go full full hog with with everything. So anytime the ball goes near a line, there's a bit that goes out of the line. Rather, there's a buzzer. You go full hog, or you or you go nothing at all. We're not obviously at the re- at the ability to go full hog with the with the VAR. So no, not quite. The, yeah, so that's where I think you get some you know, get, get frustrations. And when you see someone in VAR when they're making de- when they're making poor decisions, you're like, yep. yeah, yep. exactly. How can you make a poor decision? It's when well, it's I mean, when it's there and when it's there in front of you. I mean, at the end, you end of the Google, you could even put the rule book. <laughs> Either way, out of the three of us, who would like to be a a referee or be the VAR reviewer? I mean, I'm, I'm staying <laughs> yeah, as far away from stay, that office as I can. You yeah. still stay away. And, and I, yeah, I think as you as you say. We actually end up by having a little uh, a more respect for 
the referees when it is. You know, when you're calling it live, as you said, and mm-hmm. we're, we're going to make mistakes. I think a mistake yeah, are yeah. more acceptable under that. I, I was just going to say, because at the end of the day, uh, also the people, uh, the, the VAR, it, it's just humans. You know? and, and there is also yeah. people, uh, yeah, sure. one says yes, the other says no. So yeah, yeah. it still comes down to the same. You know, it's there's more help for the referee, but still, I mean, um, yeah, it, it, takes, it takes the emotion. It takes, yeah, you know, sure. You know, uh, back in the days, uh, you, you knew that this shouldn't have been a penalty. But, yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> it was also a, a part of it. Yeah. Um, we're going to stay on 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 the present actually, because we know that you're a personal trainer as well, and we're going to go on to a little bit more about the about the marathon um, um, shortly. Uh, you can swim as well. Yes. Three years setting up a, or becoming a, a swimming trainer. Yeah. How does that come about? Were you were you always a good swimmer? <laughs> no. Or was it to get from? No. Was it to get across from uh, across the Moselle from uh, Germany into Luxembourg? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Dodge dodge uh, those boats. <laughs> no, actually, yes. Yeah, swimming was not 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 uh, didn't play a big uh, role in my life before. Uh, of course, as a little kid, I, I went to the swim club. I, I did some swimming. Uh, but uh, yeah, as I said, uh, as I um, became a professional or a personal fitness trainer a couple of years ago i did all my my studies my sports studies and everything and then um in 2019 i thought of uh yeah maybe including swimming also in my personal fitness training and um so i started a three-year apprenticeship here in luxembourg to become a swim teacher that's cool. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Okay, so right at the age of uh, thirty-five. At the age of so there's, there's, swimming's there's, a bloody good workout. I mean, I, yeah. I don't care how, how fit you are, how, how many times you go to the gym. You ask some bloke to run two, uh, to swim two hundred meters front call. Absolutely. At the it's, end of it, he's going to be. It's argue. It's. I mean, we got we got we got someone to uh, to prove us wrong, but it's arguably the most the, the best all body workout. Is that what it's called? All yeah, yeah. all, all yeah. body workout yeah. you could probably yeah. get. Yeah. And the good thing about this, no, no impact. Yeah, yeah. Apart exactly. from apart from the, exactly. the stroke yeah. against. Yeah, and the, it's for everybody, as you said. It's from from little ones to to old ones. Uh, doesn't the, the size doesn't matter as well because the water, uh, you know, thrives you up. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I got a bit of buoyancy on myself. I'm not too bad. No, but it's it's, it's really healthy, and uh, but it's, it's also very complex. So I have a lot of people coming uh, to to learn how to swim properly because uh, what we learn at school mm, for most people is is, is not is not enough. Yeah. It's a difference between kind of leisurely swimming and yeah. you know actually yeah. right i want to improve my swimming yeah. and yeah, absolutely yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were lucky enough we as in scott and i were lucky enough to uh, meet up with julie main and who's actually oh, yeah. coming who's just messaged me just uh, a few minutes ago she's coming on to the show in a few more a uh, few weeks nice and so we um we put scott in his uh rubber ducky uh, rubber ducky budgies of course because uh-huh. he's, he's definitely a budgie <laughs> man um and we <laughs> we got him to uh get in first and 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 try to do the the 50 25 there 25 back try to do the 50 and uh, and then we we go Julie, you know she she didn't go and I was sort of like you might want to get going now like she's given him a good uh-huh. you know oh, I want to say twenty meters but fifteen meters and then all of a sudden she dived and you know <laughs> just crisp and smooth and almost come out at the other end because you know you go faster underwater yeah. and just. Uh, just the ease. He got yeah. halfway. He got halfway back on the second lap. So let's say he'd done uh, what? What's that? 50, not even fifty meters, you know. And thirty-seven meters. Yeah, yeah. And and she was just cruising past. Uh-huh. And he uh-huh. he was going for it. He was he was gassed out. Really, yeah. really yeah. impressive. Yeah. So we're lucky to have uh, Julie on the show. We've also had uh, Julian uh, Hanks. Okay. On the show as well. He's one of you know obviously Luxembourg's fastest uh, short uh, short distance runner. Tell me. 
If I go down to the pool tomorrow, is it, anyone listening, this is a, a swimming technique. Do you pull to the underneath your body in the mid, or do you go show, or do you go shoulder pull? What's the uh, in the crawl I'm talking about? Yeah, well, you, you, you dive in and then you go. Well, it, it, in your head, you have to uh, make yourself like you're going like in the form of an S, okay, of a letter S. Okay, so first of all, you, your hands, your fingers need to be closed. Yeah, that, yeah, that's okay. very important. So. And then you go a bit through the outside, but not further than your elbow. Okay, anything further than here will be lost. Okay, okay. Yeah, lost. okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You go you get round in circles like on a rowing boat. You exactly. could pull out too exactly. wide. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So and then from here you go back to the center. You touch your hip, and then you just give it a good push. A push. Then, yeah. yeah. I don't and then after, I don't think I've ever. The elbows come. Your elbow comes back up again, and that's also. Um, I mean, the, the the breathing is the most difficult yeah, part of yeah. swimming. Because then, then it's also a two-stroke breathe or three-stroke, yeah. right? Yeah. Either side. Yeah. And also, I mean, it's not not only the inhaling, the, the oxygen, it's also the, the, the exhaling, yeah. which is even more important. Because uh, we get the CO2 going up in, the, in, the, in your body and that, that you know, that, that's a killer. Yeah. You will know, <laughs> you will know very well my, uh, my physical education teacher. We've never met him, but you hear me tell him about Roger D. Sadly oh, passed yeah. away uh, 10 years ago. But Roger D., I remember he was, um, had us on film when we were learning swimming. We could, we could swim, of, uh, of course, but we had to do it as part of our physical education program in our first year secondary. And Roger D. was doing a video, uh, had us on video camera, and he was doing the commentaries. And geez, these commentaries was gold. And I never forget him when I dumped in. And here he goes, he goes, this bloke, Nathan, <laughs> gave, him, gave him a detention on day one because he was whipping his older brother with the, with the towel. Um, and look at me, okay, he's good enough to get from one side of the river to the other, but that's about it. He, don't ask him to come and save anyone because he's going to be He's going to be all about all about him. <laughs> that was the tip. So I might be taking you up for a swimming lesson, sure. and you can uh, help me go faster because in the summertime, I've got to work on my body. Of course, I want to take on Daniel, and I want to get across <laughs> the pool faster than him because I think he might have it, might have an edge on me. And uh, come, so coming back to yourself, are you? How often would you be uh, teaching your clients now in the personal training? Uh, as, as, with the, with the swimming, would you be, you be using it regularly or not so much? Uh, uh, daily, daily, daily. Yeah, 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 wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my day really fluctuates from um, uh, fitness training, uh, swimming, fitness training, swimming. It's 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 uh, both of it, but it's very integrated in, into my everyday life. Have you yeah. got a helicopter out there on the <laughs> in the parking? <laughs> there in the parking lot. Gee whiz! So okay, so you're really yeah. you're really moving about. Talking and moving about. Tell me about the red bus, the COVID red bus. Ah, the rolling gym. The rolling gym. Yeah. Rolling what? Gym, yeah. I haven't heard about this. Oh, What's this? Yeah. Listen, this is Mr. Sunshine. There's nothing that this guy hasn't done. <laughs> so, so as I said, I started uh, to be a personal fitness trainer, working one on one, one on two, uh, one on two, uh, and at the same time, I, I started this apprenticeship uh, for uh, for three years. That means I, I also worked at a pool. I, I went to school uh, and on the I did my um, personal fitness. But then uh, COVID came up and um, I thought, okay, people can't go to the gym anymore. Uh, people got very um, demotivated Demot- and sure. everything. So I, I, I thought of, okay, what could I do? And, I, and then I, um, I had the idea of, you know, getting a bus uh, and uh, putting everything inside that I need to give a proper training, a proper endurance strength training. And um, yeah, that's what I that's what I do. So I, I go out. Um, I'm also using it now for the training for the marathon. We're only, so allowed to meet, we're only allowed to meet one other person during COVID. 
Yes, but but like that, I was still uh, able to train people in distance, in distance, yeah. okay. and also outside, yeah. which was very yeah. important. And uh, o- yeah. and oddly enough, we still had a mask. Yes, 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 we did, we did. And actually, at that time, I was wearing a mask as as a trainer. I was yeah. wearing a mask all the time because I wanted to give the the people, um, the, the you know, the, the safety feeling yeah, and everything sure. is fine. I kept the distance. I said, okay, uh, um, I think it, at, back at that time we were still, uh, or uh, it was possible for at least five people to train at the same time. And then I put everything up in distance so nobody uh, touched each other. I, I uh, disinfected uh, all the material before and after and during and everything. So, uh, yeah, uh, that was very, very a, successful. A, a, a great, a, yeah, what a, a great initiative as a well. A great initiative. And, and I think at that time we had to be we had to be creative. Listen, if it wasn't yeah. for if it wasn't for COVID, Scott and yeah. I wouldn't be in here now. That's, yeah. the, the, <laughs> that's yeah. the reason we're in here because we gave we gave podcasting a go. I'd never listened to a damn podcast. I didn't yeah. know what, yeah. what what one was yeah. until. Uh, in, until COVID, we gave it a go, and then here yeah. we are today. Yeah. We're with uh, I did today a thing radio. Where, uh, during COVID just because obviously with the amount of sport that I normally do, uh, without doing it, obviously you start going a bit loopy, you start getting a bit agitated with everything. There was uh, a famous fitness guy in the UK called um, called uh, Joe Wicks, and he did a thing during COVID, and he was like, right, half it's an hour, right. and he posted on his YouTube channel every day. He said daily half hour workout, don't need any weights, just body stuff, and I was like, oh, all right. Did one and then I was hooked. I was like, right, every day. Yeah, yeah. Another guy, another let's say personal trainer that did very well. Now there's two other topics that I want. I realize looking at the time, we don't don't have too uh, too long to uh, to get Whoa, through some of this. Along. Yeah, to get through this content. But uh, the, the first one uh, that I, I'd like to, you are also involved with the ING Marathon as their you have a let's say a collaboration with with yes, ING. Yes, exactly. Tell us, um, tell give us a couple of minutes about this. Yes, uh, so I'm the the official trainer for uh, the ING Marathon. Um, We started at the beginning of January and uh, we offer the people twice a week uh, to train with us. So every Monday uh, at um, the Campus Gieseknapchen, that's um, uh, this... uh, uh, track uh, next to the Athenae. Um, ah, yes, 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 yep. yes, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, 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 the track that is open. So um, every Monday it's there, and every Thursday here at the Parking North at the Luxo Expo. So this has been going on since four months already, and uh, it's just to prepare people and yeah, talking about uh, motivation. Uh, yeah, uh, as I said before, um, the numbers of participants uh, for uh, at the marathons after the. Um, restrictions uh, got cancelled and everything really decreased so we were really um, looking for uh, an opportunity to get people back out to you know motivate them and everything that's cool uh, that's good yeah I did it last year you did last year half half Half. okay okay are are you doing it this year as well the half yeah okay okay nice 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 try and try and try to beat your beach time exactly I've never done it before okay and I did it last year okay and then I thought yeah okay yeah do it again this year try and we're, we're just going to take a little little short break. I wonder if he's tried this one, Daniel. I'm not really sure. If there's one thing David has, hasn't done, or has, he's, I think he's done everything, but hasn't done. I'm wondering if he's ever had a go at this. Seen the like? Come on, Spotty Boy! 
Well, we're going to ask uh-huh. we're going to ask David the question a little. Bit. We're going to run through some international sport. We've got a few minutes. Obviously, we've got Anthony who's coming in as well, and we are going to ask David the ultimate question. There's also another little topic we're going to get into as well with him, but we're going to ask him the ultimate question: How good he? Is he at the darts? Exactly. <laughs> so I, that I, will I, be I, the ultimate I, I question. I'm that good myself, but I've been to the Ali Pali twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blows it out of the park, doesn't he? Blows it out of the park. And it was absolutely amazing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am going to kick things off with a little bit of rugby league to start off with. England versus France and the men. England versus France at the women. Both matches, 64 spank to nil. Huge. Bit of a tonk, isn't it? Bit of a tonk, yep. A youthful England took their first steps towards preparing for the 2025 Rugby League World Cup with a thumping win over France in Warrington yesterday. They had 13 debutants in a 17-man matchday squad, scoring 11 uh, 11 tries. Spank. Spankity spank. And the women's exactly the same score, 64-0. They marked their first game under new coach Stuart Burrow with a comprehensive 12-try win over um, over the... uh, That must be uh, some kind of weird record to have... I mean, is it is it the first time that men and women are playing at the same time? Uh, no, uh, no, actually, for the Rugby League World Cup, and I, and, I, and, I, and I like what they did there, they actually played the Rugby League men and women at the same time. Yeah. Not only that, they actually did the Wheelchair Rugby League World Cup as well, and I thought that was absolute, oh, cool. um, a- absolute brilliance, and I think other, sp- other sports could look into that, uh, to that model. We could look at it in, in rugby, for example, yeah, would, sure. be, would be uh, superb. Daniel, you're going to hit me with some news because we've got the Formula, um, the Formula, yeah, Formula one. 1. Tell me what happened today, mate. I know we were in uh, Baku and Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan uh, this weekend, I know we yeah. We also had a sprint race, which was first, a little bit controversy, uh, yeah. controversy with Max. He didn't like it. Go on, tell me with it. Tell first me sprint it. race of 2023. So that's uh, always always a bit lively. And with the sprint race as well, being at Baku, Baku is a street circuit. So not very many uh, opportunities to overtake. So very kind of, uh, it's high pace and very, it's, it's very dangerous, put it that way. There's always always guaranteed a safety car and a few bumps and hits with the um with the sidewalls and stuff. But um, sprint race was won by uh, Checo Perez. Oh, okay. Mexican, so, but, uh, he's also Red Bull. Red Bull, Red yeah. Red Bull as well. Red Bull okay. driver, so he won. A uh, bit of controversy during, 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 during the sprint race. George Russell for Mercedes came on the inside line to... Uh, to overtake Max Verstappen. Little collision there, but then carried on. And obviously Max being Max threw all his toys out the pram. Yeah. There was there was a few afters at, at the end there. Oh, so they, yeah. they had a they had a few words? Yeah. A few words, but yeah, there was a all, yeah, of course, uh, all, all, I mean. all, all 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 handbags. Yeah. But no, and then the actual race itself, I mean so uh, it was a good weekend for Ferrari. So Charles Leclerc actually got one pole for the sprint race and the main race. But then uh, he's unfortunately the uh, the Red Bulls just uh, they they're on a different level this year so far and so they comfortable one two in the actual race. Uh, I mean Leclerc came third, so fair fair juice to him. But he was fifteen seconds behind. So that's pretty much two seasons in a row now, Red isn't Bull, it? Where yeah. Red Bull have been dominant. We know Very Mercedes so. were, were were up there yeah. in the in the controversial yeah. end of season in Abu Dhabi that you yet you were at. Um, Perez won the race as well. So he won sprint race and the actual race. So how well that that would mean Max is under a little bit of pressure. So Perez is now about I think he's six points behind him in the in the uh, championships. But um, yeah, oh, I mean, still, well, a long way to, still also, a long way to go. He also got lucky this weekend because there was a safety car out and Max had just done his pit stop, so Perez could get a cheap pit stop. So it was um, 
it all kind of worked out for him. But now, fair play. He drove a good race and Ferrari came, had, had a relatively positive weekend, third and fifth in the race as well. So, fair play. Fernando Alonso still ticking on still nicely. Ticking fourth on. place. And uh, with, with Alpha, isn't it? Um, uh, Aston. Uh, Aston. Uh, he, oh, that's right. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's changed. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to come back onto the rugby for Scott. Women's Six Nations. Yep, they sealed a Six Nations Grand Slam in front of a record 58,498 at Twickenham, holding on for a victory against France and a landmark day for the sport. Um, they actually won 38-33. They had a nervy start to the game. And uh, it looked like it was going to be because the sun was out in Twickenham, and it's not often that the sun gets out no, on no, Twickenham. No. It's a cold, it's <laughs> you a and I have cold, both been there, and it's, it's a, a cold day. It's a, it's a cold day. It's a bit like being up at Sessange. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's different weather. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah. So anyway, they got on. So they, the the host they seem well, seem settled with with four tries, followed with a thirty three half time lead. But there was a big big but. They proved enough to, to to win. But the Red Roses could not push on after the break because it was France who scored another five oh, tries wow. to one in the second in, in the second half. So it was only thirty eight to three. Uh, the announcement of the attendance surpassing the previous mark of forty two thousand five hundred seventy nine, which was only set not so long ago in uh, at Eden Park in Auckland for the twenty. 2022 World Cup final um, breathed joy back into the air at Twickenham and they were all on their feet dancing at full time just like the Brits they just love to do that it's um, <laughs> Simon Middleton's last game as head coach um, yeah obviously with uh, England bouncing back from that heartbreaking World yeah, Cup final defeat to New Zealand less than six months ago now it puts England or England won the competition with France second Wales third Scotland then Italy and the wooden spooners which I was must say I was surprised about were Ireland be that pretty, is interesting. They'll be pretty, pretty disappointed yeah. about that. This I, feels a bit like the um, the way the uh, you know the lionesses in the football had it. The way that England have been trying to bring it home for God knows how many years, and then after after what was it sixty <laughs> years, there were all these the, themes going around. The, the women are just like, screw it, we'll do it ourselves. We'll do it ourselves. <laughs> go win the Euros. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, stay, or, or, thinking of football, 15-year-old winger Lemagne Mal, he became Barcelona's youngest ever player as they beat 10-man Real Betis to move 11 points clear of the top of La Liga. 15 uh, playing for Barcelona. Yeah. You've got yep. to be pretty handy. That's right. Yep. N- now, he's at f- um, yeah, 15, uh, 15 years and 290 uh, 90 days. He's the fifth youngest player to um, appear in competition in uh, La Liga. It, it's actually... Uh, fifth youngest? Fifth youngest, yep. Mallorca youngster Luca Romero is the youngest to feature when he came on against Real Madrid in 2020, aged 15 years and 20, uh, 219 is it, is there a, Is there a minimum age? I don't know. Very good question. I really don't know. Mm. I really don't know. But Betis winger Joachim, who's 41, who also featured at the new Camp on Sid Day, he had already made 215 La Liga appearances when Yamal was born. So, wow. <laughs> really, really quite interesting. Um, here's a pre- bit of Premier League history. Who was the youngest? It was Ethan Nawari. He made the Premier League history when he became the youngest player to appear in the competition, coming on as a substitute for the Arsenal in their three win over Brentford at just 15 years and 181 days. But, yeah, it's a good question. Could they come on at 14? Probably yeah. not. I don't, uh, I don't know. Before we uh, get Anthony, who's just come into the studio, to give us the BGL rap, Daniel, are you able to tell me a little bit of info of what's happening in the Premier League, a little yeah. bit on the Euros and uh, Conference uh, Conference League? Because that's very important this year. <laughs> West Ham are in the I've West Ham are in there. I've the suddenly lost interest in that uh, competition. <laughs> Go on, nah, but 
in terms of the Premier League, solid, uh, another solid week for City now. So I think Arsenal are of, uh, of uh, well, it, the cord. it doesn't look like anyone can stop City at this point and it, God knows it pains me to uh, to say that. But no, they had they had two wins this week and they've overtaken Arsenal now one point clear with a game in hand. Okay, so it looks, yeah. it looks uh, cities, doesn't it? I mean, how many games are left? There's about five games left, five, six games left. It's, yeah, I mean... Yeah. You, it, it would take something special. Something special. Okay, let's head up. Well, there's, there's three big. There's three big Europeans league. Can you tell me about the confeder- um, the? I was going to say Confederations Cup. <laughs> Can you tell me tell me about I, the about the about the, 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 the There's not a crap league. There's some bloody good teams in there. Still. <laughs> I'll come back on to the conference one. Um, <laughs> Europa one. Uh, two big ties coming up. Juve versus Sevilla and Roma versus Leverkusen. United lost to Sevilla. That wasn't very productive. Um, Champions League, big games. City against Real in one semi. And the other semi, which I think is going to be fireworks, is the Milan derby. Oh, wasn't it? AC against Inter. Please tell me that, Tom. Who's the who's the uh, coach of one? I think I think he might have got sacked. You're thinking um, of Gattuso. Gattuso. Is he still one of the coaches? <laughs> no. no, no. Or he's is he, long gone now, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he was an angry, angry... Quite a figure, yeah. <laughs> quite, quite, he got, got the right awesome, word. Awesome footballer, though. Yeah, oh, he yeah, was yeah, a fabulous yeah. What footballer. a great footballer. He was AC. He was the red and black. That's yeah, AC. AC. He was AC Milan, wasn't yeah. he? Mm-hmm. Talking of footy, we got a oh, we got a we got a Lazio shirt in the building. Is that Lazio? Lazio. No, 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 no. Just my microphone. Ah, there we go. There we go. I'll put I'll put you on. Welcome to the studio. Welcome to the studio. What? That's a San a Marino. San Marino. San Marino. Ah, San Marino. Nice, nice. City blue. You need to see that, David. We <laughs> we all bought out the stops for Daniel <laughs> today. <laughs> but well, you know what? Next time I'm gonna come with a Lazio kid, so you're gonna be happy about it. Ah, uh, there we go. There we go. Mr. Perez from Les Foss uh, News, tell me what has been going on in the football in Luxembourg. I'm going to start with a little interesting story and I go into the second women's league in the game between Hesperons and Fola. Hesperons celebrate their promotion after getting relegated last season and so they are back in the first women's league after beating Fola Ash. Watch out. 26-0. 26-0. 26-0? I'm not joking. It's well, tr- you made a mistake then. <laughs> I'm not joking. 26 can you bring Can you bring that up yeah, on, your, on your Google? I don't, I don't, go, it, go on FUPA or on Adchel or whatever you want. <laughs> the game added 6-0. 6-0. 26 Even I can't believe it. And, what, and what was the halftime score? 10-0. Tell her. Okay. <laughs> is that, an, that must be near on an all-time record, is it? 26. No, because if, if, I, if I ain't wrong, I think it was like three years ago or two years ago, Bedenbaugh beat Nidakon. Yeah, tell me if I'm wrong, it was like 35, 36-0. I don't remember how much it was, but something in between, like 35-0 and 36-0. This coast, Nidakon had... Seven players on the field, and I think after the, after that game or one game later, they they you know they they ended the the league earlier. You know. Remember when Germany beat Brazil and it was seven that seven match one. was seven, seven one, was seven, it? Yeah. and we couldn't stop laughing. By the way, we were still laughing. We just yeah. finished. We just finished. Depend on who you saw, but it was we couldn't believe what was happening. By the time we finished, stopped laughing. They'd scored another goal again. Mm-hmm. But, but on I'm just, 26. I'm just, I'm just checking right now what was the highest score uh, <laughs> when Betambo played. I don't know if it was the record back then, but. Uh, yeah, April. Phenomenal. But I'm gonna I'm gonna continue while I'm searching because Anderson Gigan scored nine goals in that game and has now 49 goals this season. 
but she's got overtaken by a certain Amy Thompson. Woo! Oh. Friend of the friend of the show. <laughs> yeah. Who scored 11 of the 13, 13 goals against Pafenol and has now 52 goals in 18 games. And it and it's not the record. That's not the record. She's only seven goals away to equalize KTL's 59 goal record, which was settled in the season 2021. How many games are left? Three games. Ooh. Seven goals in three games. For Amy Thompson, it seems possible. It's impossible. Part of the course. I think I think I've found I found it. The record it was uh, 37-0 between Betambo and Nidakorn in March 2021. Wow. Spankity, spank, spank, spank. Only in Luxembourg. I mean, because normally the ref has to put like a little line down, you know, yeah. when, when there's a goal. At what stage is he just... I wonder how, I, I wonder how they didn't mistake in the score in that yeah. game. Like, oh. yeah. Right, give us the rep. We're running out of time. Go on, give yeah. us the rep. Young Lister Racing and at 9-1-4. Racing, of course, in a game which on the paper at first looked like a top game, but Racing, they went full, how you say it, full Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they are, they are, they make a big step. They make a big step towards the f- uh, third uh, league title in three years. And moving on into to the cup games before we go to the BGL League on Wednesday night, we have the, the qualifiers of the Cup de Luxembourg, with lots of only surprise actually. Yep. Because we've got Racing losing against Mondorf one nil. Did launch were out of the cup after losing on extra time against Victoria Rospo. Diffedorch wins the derby against uh, Nidakon 3-2 even if Nidakon was the you know the team which was better in, better in form and Mersch the team from the Promotion, win against Wils 3-1 so we've got half uh, semi-finals between Monov and Mersch Wasp and Diffedorch so we could get a second tier team in the final oh, oh great story. that would be a great story that would make it happen wouldn't it absolutely brilliant so that's Might it. Dust my boots off. <laughs> that's it for the Bijelli. Uh, that's it for the Cup Luxembourg and the women's. Let's go to the Bijelli. We've got not that many special things, but we've got Hesper. Hesper will make a big, big, big step towards their league title after beating Wolfsburg five-one. They made no jokes in that game. Stolz, uh, Dominic Stolz scoring three times. Nidakorn was still in the race after beating Kerjing four-one. Kerjing won now the new. Uh, team on the last place because Ostad and Etzela drew bad score for both but more for Ostad was still on the direct uh, relegation place uh, at Etzelbrick remained on the relegation playoffs together with Fola were back on the 13th place after losing against Niederkorn 4-0 Monerich Strasse 0-0 so no goals boring game boring yeah uh, Jonas who beat Niederkorn 2-0 thanks to a goal from Sek and Klicker Wils uh, were now a bit out in form after losing against Mondorf. We will have a great season because for me they were a team where we had to fight against relegation, but now now yeah. eighth place. They're an eighth. And then wow, eighth. I thought put that they were in my relegation at the start of the season as well. Was was uh, it's really surprising how well they are playing this season. Yeah. And for the end, we've got Petosh against Racing. Was we'll <laughs> sacked the manager. It's the tenth. Yeah, it's the tenth manager who's been sacked this season in the BGL League. Wow. Whoa! That's 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 kind of crazy. Huh? Four, Fourteen teams in there. Fourteen teams. <laughs> Sixteen. What a, 16, Sixteen teams. Actually. Ten sacked. Wow! What a merry-go-round. What a. Merry-go-round. And it's it must, actually quite that this must be, be rivaling the Premier League. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or just Spurs. <laughs> ah, but it's actually crazy how fast they sacked the managers here in Luxembourg. Because okay, Racing are out of the Europe race, but they're still on the fifth. And then, 
Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. The fifth, yeah. The fifth. Yeah, okay, their the goals were to qualify for Europe and then now it's not possible anymore. Mm. And because Dudelange are out of the of the cup, it seems like Petange are also out of the cup, uh, of, the, uh, of the race of, for Europe because the only way to qualify was if some of the top three wins the cup. And because Hesbronch, Niederkorn and Dudelange are out, it seems like impossible to them. So their dreams for Europe are out. Yeah. Out of the league. And what's the, so what, and what's the table? There's the... So we've got with 72 points Hashbrons on first, five, uh, even six points behind Dillon on the second, then Nidakon with 63, then Petons, Racing, Diffedange. On the seventh, Jeunesse Esch, followed by Mondorf and Strassen. On the tenth, we've got Vils and Rosbor. Monorich will got out of the relegation zone after their draw against Strassen on the 12th, and then the relegation playoffs are for Fola and Ettelbrick, followed by Ostad and Kerging. For it, it doesn't look any good because Ostad and Kersing remain the two teams who haven't who haven't won a single game. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's gonna so Anthony, thank you very much for your rap. It is always much appreciated. Now we David, we've got a couple of minutes that to, to before we finish off the show. So the right. first one, how good are you at darts? We know you've been to Ali Pally a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Daniel and I are very envious because every year we're like, we're really every gonna year we're, we say, we're really we're gonna, gonna go, go to Ali Pally this year. We're really gonna go. We been, you're telling us <laughs> you have, a couple you have of to times. Go. Yeah, yeah, you, you have, have to, to go. go. Yeah. How good are you at darts? Uh, not good at all. I have to. I, have well, to I think a good. You find <laughs> there's something that you're not good at. But I was, you, I was, I was maybe good back in the days when I was still drinking. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but you're far from that, and you're certainly not drinking. We've got a minute. We've got a minute. We're just going to give you yeah. one little rap that you're doing something very obviously very special. Yeah. In I think in a couple of months, within a, six weeks. Uh, no, uh, three weeks. Three actually. weeks yeah, from yeah, now. Less than three weeks. Uh, now, three yeah. weeks. You're yeah. doing doing a charity. Yes, the 18th of May. Yep. Yeah. Tell us a bit. Tell us what you're what you're you're doing for this charity because you got to you got to have a couple of bucks from my pocket you know more than a couple of bucks from my pocket for it that's nice thank you uh well yeah i'm going to run um for a good cause uh from the schmidt to rimelange which is uh 105 kilometers at least maybe it might be 110 <laughs> for fun uh, look at look at yeah. look at look at the smile <laughs> i'm going to do that in one stretch on the in 18th one stretch of, okay right on the 18th of may ascension day uh and it's because um i got uh, furniture uh school furniture from a school in beaver um uh, 140 school tables and chairs. We put everything in the container, but of course the container needs to be transported from here to Rotterdam and from there over the ocean to Tanzania. Right, oh, I, wow. I, I've, got to, I've got to cut you off. I'm yeah. very sorry. Yeah. How do we give you the cash? Uh, where's the website? Where's, where's the website? What you, are we doing? You guys can find me over Facebook, Instagram, and you'll find uh, all the details there. Right. Thank you very much. And you'll Perfect. be able to follow. You'll be able to follow the track. David Steffers. The, <laughs> there we, David Steffers. What so an unbelievable! Thank you. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You have heard it. We have Mr. Sunshine in the studio today. <laughs> <laughs> thank on you Let's so much. Talksport. It was a pleasure. Today radio. Thank you to my co-host uh, Daniel, who's uh, jumped in with Scott being away. Anytime. Anytime. Thank you very much, and obviously to Anthony. Until uh, until. Wednesday, it's Wednesday. Sure. See you guys. See ya. In the final and on in the game. Andy A. Oh, oh how about Send him off. Send the dressing gas off. Get him off the field. That was diabolical. Get him off the field. That's just typical of what he is. Get him walking. They don't like it. Walking, Campbell, if you've got it in bottle. If you've got it in bottle, Campbell should walk that was absolute diabolical he's going to be yellow card a car space
Let's Talk Sport on RTL Today Radio.